five, four, three, two, one. Hey, hello, this is Fede Alvarez. I'm the writer-director of the film. Hi, this is Jessica Lucas. I play Olivia. Hi, I'm Jane Levy, and I play Mia. Hey, I'm Lutella Pucci. I play Eric. I am Rodo Sagas. I'm the writer of the movie. So here we go. This is Phoenix. <laughs> walking through the forest. <laughs> I never met her. She was really sweet. She was awesome. She was really young, right? Yeah. I mean, the whole, this, I love this one, of course, because it's, it's kind of a past story, right? That's supposed to, this is a family that's been attacked through the, you know, with the evil book, had a, some kind of weird experience with the evil book, and of course, we're going to see what happened, kind of how that story ended, right? Creepy guy. It starts so epic. I love how epic it is. <laughs> We were trying not to shoot her face, I remember. The whole idea was not to see her eyes much. So we, not, we were trying to be honest with the idea that, okay, she, well, we know what's going to happen with her. And uh, we didn't want to show her really suffering and really struggling through the chase because she's actually possessed, right? So. These were all local New Zealand actors? Yeah. A little bit of butt. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of a rape, you know, foreshadowing. You want to kind of put the rape idea in people's minds. <laughs> it's true. It's, it's all the craft of writing and creating this movie. Where did you find all these these actors? We cast them all. I mean, we really... But these are all Kiwis, everyone? Yeah. Well, no. What, what about Harold the Harold is woman? Canadian. Um, That's right. Do you guys remember Harold um, read with us in the read-through? <laughs> yes. yes. It feels so funny. I was talking about that today. One time he Think said instead of stabbing one. in the heart, he said stabbing this in lady. the hand. She's so... That's right. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, where did you find this lady? Um, also, like, through, you know, New Zealand casting. And what do you she call like her Maori? character? You know what? She's a curator on an on a art gallery. Can you believe that? Hmm. Sure. What language is she speaking? Welsh. I remember you were talking about this scene and how you wrote it and how Roto came up with the idea of him being the father. Yeah. We created. A, we knew that we had to start with a big scare, right? We had to scare everybody on the first scene, you know, that, so people are then they're tense during the whole movie, knowing that this is going to happen again eventually. Isn't one of these people in the background? Weren't they in the original Evil Dead? No, no, that's uh, Rob Tapper's son. Is the kid? Oh, what? Yeah, I didn't know that. And then there's a guy there that is completely deformed. Yeah, and he survived two plane crashes. What? Yeah, like. Oh, that's my insane. worst nightmare. <laughs> no, yeah, like you survive one, you think like statistically it's never going to happen again, and then you're going down again. That must be a very weird feeling. But it was a good way also to start with this really creepy face, and you know, it's no. Makeup. What was that that you were pouring on her head? 
Uh, apple juice, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Daddy! Daddy, look, me! It's me! I just want you to hold me and take I love that theme that you can hear. It's just uh, the siren, the oh, raid yeah. siren coming in. I think this is the... It was one of the biggest challenges trying to make a practical effect, right? Because we, we cannot burn the girl, but when we need her to be burning and talking to her father, which was the, the, the biggest challenge. And, uh, and we ended up shooting real fire against the background and composing it for real because we didn't want to use CGI. So I think we did some very small CGI touch-up in, in some of the shots, but uh, it, was, uh, it was all real fire composed on the girl with a really good makeup. Baby. Such a good way to open it. Yeah, I love up, this shot upside so down much. Shot. When did you decide to, to put it upside down? During the during the editing, of course, the shot was normal. But uh, for me, as a kid, when I watched the original Google Dead, something that really you know, impressed me about the original was the, all the camera work that Sam did. And, um, you know, what, there's a moment in Evil Dead 1 where Bruce runs from one side of the room to the other and the camera just, like, looks back and up upside down. And I thought that was so amazing mm -hmm. and groundbreaking and mm -hmm. weird. I love the score so much. Mm -hmm. It's amazing. Roque Banyas, the composer, he did an amazing job. Who thought of putting the sirens in there? Because that's really That's crazy. Roque, because he's, uh, he, you know, he lives in L.A. now, but he's from Spain and he just moved here. And he was hunted, he said, by the, you know, trying to find a signature idea. It was something that I was asking to everybody in every part of, in every department, like trying to find a signature thing on you, that you do on the film so people can remember, right? So for the wardrobe, for the music, something that is unique about your idea. And, and for the music, I was pushing him to trying to find what was that idea that's going to make the, the soundtrack unique. And um, so he was, he was really going crazy trying to find it. And he said, like, one night... You know, in LA, like there's a lot of sirens during the night. Like you have cops and like ambulances going everywhere all the time. And he was trying to sleep. That's when he realized, oh, that's that's a, that has to be the sound, awesome. like a crazy sound. Yeah, the crank one. Yeah, that's a crank one. You can hear the join us in the air. Have you, have you spot that, Lou? No, I didn't. When we see the house for the first time, you can hear in the audio saying join. Awesome. This was day one. This is day one. Yeah, yeah it's my day really? one. Really? Yeah. Mm -hmm. It was everybody that's one except for you, Jane. Yeah. I'm being really nervous. Everybody's <laughs> trying to find their character. Yeah. That's really, mm -hmm. we're all trying to find ourselves on that first day. Yeah. It's always the hardest part, I think, probably for any movie, like the first day. And, and the worst part is everybody's introducing their character for the first time. But, yeah. but the actor, I mean, everybody's trying to find the right way to do it. So I guess it was a good way to give birth to the characters anyway. <laughs> I love that. Like, <laughs> love Eric Howe. He seems to be just a douche, and then he's, <laughs> he's one of the heroes. Such a douche. <laughs> the car, of course. It's missing the. Was this your first day, Jane? No. I think it is. No, it wasn't. No? The it was the first week of shooting, and we did this scene twice. So some of the shots are from a couple months later. Aren't no, they? no, I know, but the but your first scene as Mia is this one, right? first day of shooting as, as Mia was out there. Maybe, yeah. Yeah. There's a combination of... Yeah, we reshot re some of these shots. 
So there's a combination here, probably. I have treats in my pocket. This is how we got yeah. Inca to come to me. Grandpa, that was a interesting yeah. Yeah, remember. experience. Eat it. See, I don't know if you remember just eating a treat. Eat it. Eat it. <laughs> oh my God. What? There's a really what? so many ways to cut this scene because we didn't want to show. I didn't want to show Mia, you know, I didn't want to have Mia showing too much love for David at the beginning. Mm -hmm. But then that felt a little bit rough. Like people wouldn't understand why she was so tough with him. I mean, you do eventually, right? But at the beginning, it was a little bit weird. So we ended up showing a little bit of a smile there just to make sure that, okay, she liked him. She still loved him. I like how you use that same necklace from the um, yeah. original. Promise me you'll stay with me until the end. I'm not going anywhere. I love this scene. It's really like, you, you, I believe they're brother and sister, right? They're, they're siblings. Like, they definitely believe that. There's a little bit of a love, the well. love hate relationship. The well, one of the days we shot on like a, what was it, 20 feet high? Yeah, yeah. that big platform. Because I needed to get it from in, in the well. Yeah. And all the drug went in your face. That shot's... Yeah, and I threw the bag right onto the camera. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that shot's coming up through the well, right? Yeah. I promise not. I love this shot. It's like so 70s with the zoom in and all of and the looks of you guys. Like you all look so 70s. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about Lou, why you decided the the hair and glasses. He wanted, he, you, you just never have to do anything then. You just like give the homage of the 70s to it, I thought. And plus you just don't see guys with beards and long hair anymore. This was my films, first day of shooting. Unless they're playing like a scroungy dirty guy. Mm -hmm. But it was your idea, yeah. You, you yeah, were, I liked it. I mean, it was written like a guy with glasses and long hair, mm -hmm. but uh, but you you want to keep the beer like the big beer. I was a real bit, I, I was a little bit against it. Yeah. And then during the during a lot of interviews, I people were praising that like I love that you decided to go with that look for Eric. And I was like, yeah, sure. I was that was my <laughs> <That's> idea. <awesome. laughs> was this in the studio? Or, yeah. Now, once we just went inside, you know what? No, it's a mix no, of two still, things. That's uh, still the this is still the re this is in in the woods. Um, um, it's a mix. This is you know that you can see the woods out there. Yeah. Oh yeah. We continued it later, I think, didn't we? Mm -hmm. I love these shots. Yeah. It gives you an eerie feeling of something is going on. Mom would have hated seeing the cabin like this. Okay. Let's make this place livable. There used to be a scene there where David will find a cat in oh, the yeah. hallway. It was, supposed to be, it was supposed to be one of the cats that escaped the slaughter. And the, and yeah, oh, and yeah. The why, why was that cut out? Because it was a, a cheap scare. You know, It was mm. just a jump scare that wasn't related to story that really wasn't... Didn't doing anything, and, and we want to really avoid that. Do <laughs> you guys remember yeah. this day? Yeah. We took these photos. <laughs> Probably the little CGI that's in this movie was to take my beard off for that. Yeah. My favorite, too, was you and Shiloh were supposed to have been in a band, members. Yeah. You guys did all this stuff. You can see <laughs> those pictures there. Yeah. Guitar so that's singing. our mama. Yeah, scary mama. You can see all the pictures of the band okay? and the board. The band day was like a whole day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We set up a whole actual stage. There's that beautiful shot of me in the corner there. Yeah. I have a lot of those. They're amazing. It's time to say goodbye. The lullaby. I think this scene is one of the scenes that we wrote rewrote most most times. I mean we worked in this scene like yeah. forever. Cause it's cause it uh established their relationship and what happened before. It was the trickiest one. How how to get all the that exposition about the past of these two characters 
without being too on the nose and mm-hmm. understanding why why David did the thing he did. I played along, because... Mia, look, I wanted to be there. Okay, I did. It's a great way. I, I think at the end of the day, it's, this is the moment where David makes a bad choice. In any good story, you have the, one of the main characters taking a bad story, you know, bad step in the beginning. If David would have would have turned around here and said, "Hey, me, I'm so sorry. Like, I should have been there for you." Like, and but instead of apologize to her, he just put in excuses and and explain how busy he was. And all she wants is an ex, is is an apology. That that's the whole reason why David went to the cabin at the end of the day. Like. That's why Mia wanted him to be there because Mia knew that she was never going to be able to get, you know, clean of drugs without closing that story with her brother, right? That's the first mistake he makes. He makes another mistake when uh, I'm in the bunk bed after I've been raped by a tree and I tell him to please help me and he leaves. But yeah, but even there, at, at least there I can understand why, right? Like he, in David's head, I mean, he believed he's doing the right thing, right? This, I remember doing this scene was also really, <laughs> really <laughs> early stressful. on in filming. Yeah. And uh, they had told us before we started shooting that there were going to be days because of the makeup effects that we weren't going to be able to work with the other actor that was in the scene with us. And then I remember <laughs> on this day, Shiloh was doing something and wasn't able to be off camera. And that was... You actually did this in no, the no, 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 they wanted up, to do it that way. They ended wanted up to diving. shoot that. We got, we got like production, out and yeah. pissed off, so they did it anyway. They well, got it's an important there. scene. Yeah, it was, it was a, absolutely no, but necessary. They, somebody from production came to me and said, like, yeah, we're planning to do it this way, but the actors doesn't want it. I was like, of course they don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want them to do it that way. And it's, it's well, There's only so many, like, dramatic scenes where it's not about gore and everything. Of it's all the beginning. Blue, did you decide to have... I know it's a really small detail, but I like you with the deck of cards. I don't think, I think it was Fede. I think Fede it came out of a, when something. we realized we were both magicians. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to get into that too much. <laughs> but I was trying to impress you with a card trick and you were like, oh, that's so good. Let me do one. And you did the best card trick I've ever seen in my life. And, and, and also it's part of the original film, like, uh, you know, sure yeah. in the original Evil Dead, she turns. Ace of spades, by, jack yeah, of clubs. Yeah, they're taking cards and trying to guess the cards. That's what Eric is doing on this scene, like before the, the, the scene starts. He's trying to guess the cards. The good thing is trying to guess what's coming, you know, trying so to know what's going to happen. So I broke the bed in this scene. <laughs> yeah. I destroyed this room. I asked if I was allowed to. Mm-hmm. That's cool. You were so awesome. I was so psycho. You just really went for it, I remember. That's awesome. I had a bruise on my palm. I love this look. Like, she really foreshadowed. It's so creepy. What's coming. <laughs> it's a creepy look. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> but she's pissed at him. She's really pissed at him. Like, they had that little scene in the room, like, you know, a few minutes ago. And she's already not getting what she wants from him or from no, from nothing, right? From nobody. Mm-hmm. That, that was the clock of the original film, actually. You know, Rob Tapper. That's you know, the original she, one. Yeah, shipped the yeah. clock from the States. And uh, that's the clock used in the, in the so original cool. Evil Dead. And it reeks. <laughs> but there's no smell. Yeah, you're just extra sensitive right now. I just can't stand that. How did we get Inca to go over there? There was like um, Eat it. Surprise something there. <laughs> Eat it. A buzz or something. <laughs> <laughs> it was so tricky. I love the shot. What was that blood? That was an improv. Was that blood? <laughs> that was the first thing it's that really came to cool. your head when you look at the blood. <laughs> 
But again, I mean, this is uh, the thing with this movie, and I think the audience always reacted as like the, for that, for the actor, for the characters. I mean, yeah, it can be blood, it can be just paint, right? Like who, you know? But the audience sure. knows they're watching a horror movie, so they, they so right away they assume it's blood. But for the for the characters, I mean, it's just a blood stain. It's a red stain in the floor. I mean, it could be anything, right? I think the blood would make me leave more than the book would. Mm-hmm. If I found I the agree. book, I'd be curious. But the blood, I think it would. Yeah, make but how me do you know it's blood? I mean, for now, you don't. You, you will once you find the dead cats, probably. Right, and of course you're gonna be curious. Yeah. I can't believe you left the line in. Smells like burnt hair. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. Was that improv? Yeah, that was, yeah, that was another awesome. one that I like love. Smells like burnt hair. The other one was it smells like burned butt hair. <laughs> that was your other line. I think you chose the right we one. We kept this one. Yeah. What were these cats made out of? They looked so real. Mm-hmm. They actually find real. I think they were they taxidermied found a, cats. Some of them. No, they, no. Found, they, they? they found a dead cat in an alley, something like that, and they oh. took a casket, like a you know sample of that, and they and they create the the other ones based on the you know. I think the only CGI no in the movie is those flies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the only flies there. It's true. And there was a late decision. This is, it wasn't in the script. It was going to be crows yeah, hanging from true. the ceiling. Oh, so right. Oh, crows. Right. Yeah, but then we we thought that. It wasn't as scary. It was like yeah. a cliche, you know. Crowd. Yeah, Rob Tapper actually scary. pushed us to come up with something better. He said, "Like oh, crow, crows, I see those so many times. Like, let's come up with something new." And there's the, the book. book, witchcraft. What the fuck happened here? Let's not go crazy over this, okay? This was a really difficult shot to get. Yeah. We did the whole scene in one shot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so many times. Okay. I love this. I love it because this is when the whole thing started getting set up and. You can see how everybody's lying. <laughs> you know, like yeah. David is going like, yeah, let's not go crazy. And he's nervous about it. And, and, and Elizabeth, you know, and Natalie also, the only one that's being honest about the whole thing is, is in a way, is Mia but she's also and, st- and Eric, which are the two guys that in a way are more connected with the audience during the whole movie because they are the only two that are, are never really lied. They're always being honest about what's going on. They don't have an agenda in a way, right? Mm-hmm. Like David has, has an agenda. Like Olivia definitely has a different agenda. They want to... They want to make sure that Mia gets clean, so they always trying to sugarcoat it and lie. So it's great, great establishing. Oh, so nasty. Foreshadowing. Yeah, the audience really enjoyed this. Oh, this was. I actually found this scene fun to shoot. It was the first time I was really wet, yeah. and there was soup in my mouth. Oh, cold soup. With <laughs> <laughs> the vomit. In the early draft, Mia was supposed to be running like hell. Yeah. Around yeah. the cabin. Why, I forget why we decided. Because uh, it was just impossible to run to run around the house and run in that small circle. Was just. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love this shot. This is one of my favorite shots in the movie. You were actually cutting that barbed wire. No, no, it was like some plastic. It, I had to make it look like it was hard to. It looks really real. Mold and stuff. I would definitely open the book. Yeah, I, don't me know, too. I would too. That was Everybody a big would. question that a lot of press seemed to ask: was why? Why would you open that book when it says "Don't read it"? But Finn I agree. I think, yeah, it's like the, the most uh, normal thing to do when they tell yeah. you "Don't look down." What you gonna do? Go look down. Yeah, but I don't know if I would read it. I don't know. I think yeah, I might I mean, get scared. If I, I, you know. It's the nature of these things. I mean, if you if you get a message on your cell phone right now that says "Don't look up," you will definitely look. Don't up. read this message. This was just supposed to be the it. book, and then you guys put it into the bag and into the the barbed wire because it wasn't enough of a reveal, right? The what? It was just supposed to be the book, 
and then you put it in a bag and you put it in the barbed wire because it wasn't as wasn't written like that. Oh, you, no, you, yeah. you're right. I think in the script it was just a book on the table. Yeah. yeah. Human skin. The book looks awesome. It looks so good. Who did the book? As a Roger Murray and his, you know, all the the, the team of of practical effects, right? And one of the things we, we came up during the the, the script, the writer script was those ideas of having these uh, notes written on the book. Like, the book has history. It has been around for a long time. There's been a lot of people that found it and, and had, you know, stuff going on with it. Who did the art for it? Like, who actually made it? Uh, the, the, the art department, I mean, uh, Rob Gillis, uh, the production designer, He's really the guy behind all the designs and mm -hmm. every drawing in the book, and he has a great team working with him, and they create everything on the book. There's so many different setups in this in this yeah. scene. This was this just a full forever. day of you yeah. alone. Yeah. But it's beautiful, and it's the, the most important scene in the movie, mm -hmm. pretty much. Remember, we took that first, that wall off that's in front of me. That's how we got all of yeah. the front This POV stuff. is my favorite. This is a distracting note there, but th those are my hands. I did, I did every close-up in the movie. Oh, really? Every time you see hands touching the book, it's my, those are my hands. Really? <laughs> yeah. Here we go. Uh oh we're screwed oh. up. That was just Aaron running, Aaron, our DP, running straight at me with the camera. Yeah. And By the way, he got really? close enough this, out, yeah. The cinematography in this movie is incredible. It's so good. It looks so good. There you go. That's a body double. That is not me. Hmm. Secrets. Yeah, he had like three or four body doubles. Oh. That's probably Sophie. We rehearsed this scene a lot. I was yeah. jump roping outside right were, before this, and then they poured buckets of water on my face. <laughs> you were a champion in this scene, Jane. Yeah, I great. remember we shot it for like, was it a day or? It was more? a whole day, I think, just you know, shooting this scene. Mm -hmm. I'm going insane here. Olivia, I feel like I'm losing my mind. I wish I could have cut this scene differently also. I mean, it was, it was longer, right? But when you cut in this film, you know, the first time you're always anxious about getting to the horror, getting to the action. But it was a great scene. It was a even, it was an even longer version. That probably, if, if someday we, we release an extended cut, you'll see the full scene, which was you know, way, way better. I mean, Mia would say way more things. Everybody had more lines. I love like like how everybody's creeping in on her. Yeah. And she's getting surrounded by everybody. They're coming from everywhere. I remember this is one of the scenes too we worked on the most in rehearsal, I feel yeah. like. Shiloh, he, he does a great job here. Like, he doesn't really know where, which way to go. He doesn't take a stand. You were supposed to be here to support me, not them. I'm here for you, Mia. That's why oh I came. Oh, my God. I'm He's not sure. He doesn't even dare to look her in the eyes. I could count on you. Remember, you would football tackle me when you run past me. Yeah. Yeah. She grabs the key, the car keys there, of course. And this is an important moment because we can see that David's picking up the necklace because, you know, at the end of the movie, the necklace is going to be put together again. And that was something that we wrote at some point, but then we never shoot it. That was David putting the necklace together. So this was a man That's the last shot of the movie. <laughs> Sorry. That's, wow. That's the last, last shot in the oh, whole movie. The, cool. the wheel going back. Yeah. <laughs> This was fun too, running into the rain every single yeah. time we had to do it. Perfect. We had to go back in, dry off completely, <laughs> yeah. and then. Yeah. This was another time when Fede would have me sprint before every single time I jumped yeah. in the car. What a badass scene. 
You do great. I was in so this. scared, dude. The scene. I was sitting in the back seat, and, May- and Janie's going crazy. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know if she's like worried for real, if she's like pissed <laughs> off at me or the scene. But you did a great job. You were probably, you know, pissed at everybody. But you took the reverb out, right? That's that was what you were yeah. talking about with this. Yeah, that's a great sound design. This is one of my favorite scenes, and you described it to me. What's the movie, the David Lynch film? That yeah, we were, like a wild at heart. Wild when, at heart, yeah, 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 yeah. When they find the car crash and and um, and she's so out of it, she's yeah. looking for her earring. That was inspired. We were, that inspired this scene, and me trying to get my purse, obviously. It's- is that what triggers your life? Like people, they see that, but it's the truth. After a shock like that in a crash, usually people get confused and shocked, and they take you know weird decisions. And I think everything that happens after this moment try to go. is a little bit of a consequence of that. I mean, she's going through withdrawal, and she just hit her face against the wheel. I mean, she's really dizzy. So anything the camera that happens work shows it too. It's so yeah. like fuzzy. It's good to have revealed that the car is completely flooded. This is another scene that was written in a different way, but it's a lot better yeah. now. Swimming through this swamp was fun. They heated it. <laughs> it's a real swamp outside, but somehow they were able to heat the water for me, which was very nice. And Aaron, was our DP, was fully in the water with us. Yeah. Here comes the force. I have my Sam Raimi cameo on the way. It was the only things that I really want to keep the same style of the original film was on the four shots. Mm-hmm. The water was warm, but I was trying to act like it was freezing cold. I just want to make that clear. <laughs> it was <an> acting <laughs> choice. It's really flying. This I mean, it's, a, it's a guy running through the woods with the camera, but uh, this next scare. I love this shot. My body double. That's her, Crystal, or my stunt double. I didn't. I wasn't the swamp woman. Ooh. This one makes everybody jump. But that idea, uh, Fede had that idea the day before shooting it. They went and shooting, and that night he he came back and he showed me that. Like that's true. We didn't know what to do. Well, it was, yeah. was great. This was hard work. I oh, love this yeah. shot too. The trombone effect on the vines. So now we're in a studio where we made this. No, that's still, this oh, no, is yeah, this still is outside. the forest. And right, I think right, right. now we're going to cut to the studio. Yeah. Right. This. Oh, cool. Right there, we cut to the studio. It's, uh, again, Rob Gill is the production designer, really doing an amazing job in putting together all these designs. Yeah, it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Love the music, how the music really hits every little moment of the vines. Every motion of the vines is like mirrored with a music cue. I didn't know how to fake choke, so I sort of was really choking myself. <laughs> <laughs> this is such an awesome scene. There were guys pulling on those ropes on, oh, off, yeah. off the shot, pulling at me. And I was hung up by a harness. I don't think anybody realized, well, this is obviously evil Mia, right? It's, uh, it's herself, but you look so different there that I don't think everybody realized that when they watched the movie, that this is you. I think they will the next time they watch the movie when they watch it for the second time. I love that vine. It's a real vine. That's, this is a visual effect, really? of course, right? We, we yeah. shot the, the the vine against the blue screen. And was this originally it. in the script, or was this something that you decided to add in? Because I, I feel like I didn't read this. The rape wasn't in the script. That was uh, Rob Tapper's idea. Just in like an original movie, uh, the rape scene is Rob Tapper's idea. On this film, that was some, also something that Rob encouraged us to put in the script. Like, uh, the scene will end with just... No, there, there was, there was a whole scene movie. of Mia fighting a coyote, a yeah, dead-eyed coyote. Oh, yeah. 
And, scary. Yeah, it was it was cool. But then when uh, oh, I forgot about the coyote. Yeah. yeah. This is when you came back, and uh, Jessica, you suddenly you're more ten. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> remember, right. I, remember that you. you that's were away right. For I went. A bit. I, I so I finished shooting uh, like six weeks in, and then I went away, and I had to come back to reshoot some things, and that yeah. was one of them. And that's true. I was about five shades darker because I've been on vacation. <laughs> there was another version of that scene where you guys find me where I was walking and they poured blood down my leg like I had just been raped and stained oh, my underpants. Oh, it yeah, was so disgusting. It was yeah. horrid. I hope that's included in a DVD eventually. It's a great one. You're walking away and they're like, they start calling you and you look at them and you keep walking and you faint. There was many versions of that. It's, I like that version. This is, again, one of those scenes where they're going to take the wrong decision. But I love that everybody has the right motivations, right? Like Olivia, she makes all the sense in the world. I just she... think so too. And when she comes in, how freaked out she is, I think it was really honest and like really important for. Yeah. She probably did it on purpose. What? David. Yeah. From now on. The audience know that from now on things are gonna get fucked up. Now, this is one of my favorite scenes by far. This was the, I remember after this scene, you told me, okay, this movie's going to be scary. <laughs> <laughs> and Rob Tapper, too, Rob Tapper, like, uh, you know, we shot the movie chronologically, so, the, you know, producers, they didn't know what we were doing, and the fact that they knew that we were, you know, shooting a lot of drama, and they were really anxious to get to the horror. And I remember Rob Tapper saw the dailies for this scene, and he was, like, so happy that nice. right now, right now we're kicking into the horror. I wanted to ask, who who came up with this the, t the slow talking just how slow it is and it's how Jane, pronounced right? well i mean i think it was it was both of us there it's was in the script some of it is in the script like she's like completely out of her mind yeah and the, i love the close-up of my snot i have so <laughs> much snot in this movie because i was just constantly crying so creepy i i was whole a day of shiloh had like marks on his arm i was holding him so tight it was so tough for, for him also. Like, uh, yeah. I was outside the room and Shiloh would come out, we would talk, do another shot, come out, then talk, leave another shot. He had, like, it was so hard for him to see his sister. And he, he you know, you know Shiloh, he took his job very seriously. So he was like so committed to the scene and, and trying to understand what would it be to see your sister out, out of her mind like that. And he was, I think he was uh, really really in the same place he's right there he was really suffering seeing you jane like uh, on the place where you were during this scene it was so so cool i just felt like i i mean you got i got raped by a tree you have yeah, to course. be pretty, like <laughs> fucked up from that and terrified and there you go oh god <laughs> I love that because yeah, the, this, the whole scene started with Mia saying like, you know, there was something in the woods and it's with us. It's, it's in here with us now because it's her, right? It's it's just so creepy. Because being raped is her being in, yeah. like injected with the, I don't yeah, know, exactly. devil, whatever spirit. Yeah, that was a good thing. Also, I guess it was a good choice with the script of you know not using the rape scene just as a shocker, but uh, as something that would move the story forward. And um, you know, after the the rape. Now, Mia, she's never going to be the same person again. helping your friend clean up that mess. I don't know who you're talking about. Come on, don't act like that. It's crazy. This happened sooner in the story, actually. Yeah, yeah. that's right, because my hair, yeah. my hair's down again. Yeah, it was supposed to be earlier in the story, but uh, it was just slowing down everything too much. And if it was in the beginning, it was too much exposition, like, at front, so we decided mm. to... Yeah to move it to later. I think it was a good choice. And truly, amazing. truly amazing. That's a line from the original film, too. 
was a good moment also for David. Like suddenly you kind of feel for him. He's the only one cleaning up the place. <laughs> like mm -hmm. Eric is working with the book. Everybody's doing something different. He's the only one with the task of get rid of the dead cats. Mm -hmm. And of course, here is where things really start going south. That's also one of the very few, it's not CGI, it's actually a touch-up. It was impossible to read the blood under the rain because we would put real blood there, you know, from, well, the fake blood, and it would wash away. So we had to, you know... Color it? Kind of, yeah, help it in post to be able to see the, the, the blood. That was the last shot. You can see the, the lens getting all foggy on the, on the sides. That was a really, you know, that's on, on, on location, so... The, we were running out of light and it was the last shot, but it looks amazing. The, the color of the sky and the, the mood in the woods is just perfect. Of course, we're establishing the, the little hole where then Mia's going to come out of that hole, escaping from the ruination at the end. This was probably hard as an actor because it's definitely a stuffed animal. <laughs> yeah. So having to hold a, a wet, bloody stuffed animal and be upset about it. Is it was so, yeah, it was, this is definitely a very tough scene. I think Shell ended up doing a great job. It was hard to, you know, on one hand, your dog died and you worry about it. But on the other hand, you, you know something else is going on. And this is just not normal that it died. And in particular when he sees the hammer, of course. So when this, I got to shoot this scene of me with the hammer, it was a sponge with blood on it and dog hair on it. Yeah. So every time I hit <laughs> yeah. the sponge, it would fly up. All those stains in the, in, the, in the lens are real. Like the blood was really jumping everywhere and staying in the glass. I remember when I was screaming too, I really hurt the sound guy's ears. Yeah. <laughs> I think this was, this next scene is the first idea we had when we started working for this, on this movie. Being burned? Yeah. Yeah. It's the first thing we thought. Yeah, it was, it was your idea. It was awesome. This like, is really creepy. This was the best one to read in the script for me. It was just so nasty to think of her scalding her own head. So many things going on. That's why I like it. I mean, she's burning herself. David knows what she did, but they don't know. They're behind him, and it's there's so many layers of things going on at the same time that make it for a very good tense scene, right? This is a good example, too, though, of something like we never saw what you were doing yeah. off camera. Yeah. It's good. The, 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 the characters, they don't know what's going on in the bathroom. Yeah. They don't know why David is so out of his mind. Yeah. I love this one also. The shoulders. Oh, 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 those oh, blisters cool. are amazing. Yeah. Olivia! So disturbing. I love this. Like, Eric is the only one that's realizing this is, like, just too much to be real. I love this moment, too. Ugh. Had some elk Ugh. seltzer in my mouth. <laughs> Originally, there was a cell phone shot where there was no service, but you took it out. I'm really glad yeah, we took no it out. Yeah, there's yes. no technology in I this like movie. It. I don't think the audience needed the the classic, oh, there's no reception in my phone. Right. You know, it kind of takes you out of it. It's great that this movie could be, the story could be happening in the 70s, yeah, and the 80s, anytime. and the 90s, and, yeah, and it would work. Even the car, uh, all the technology is like quite, you know, timeless. There's another shot that when we were, you know, telling everybody that we use no CGI in the film, when they were looking at the shot in the trailer, they were saying, oh, that's definitely CGI. That's a real river. That's a real river that was completely flooded. We wait until the river, uh, we wait for a big rain, and we got a lot of rain for two days, and we sent a, we sent a second unit to get that shot, which is actually the same river that he crosses in the, in the beginning of the movie when the jeep 
crosses the little creek is exactly the same place, the same path. I want to use the same exact spot and flood it for real. So we wait wow. until God flooded for us. Cool. And we went there and we shot that shot. So it was oh, really Oh, this is my favorite. When, yeah, this is definitely when everything goes to hell. When you, how upset you are. So it's so good. Yeah, Jesse, Jesse got, you do a great job acting scared. Uh, it's just Olivia, like amazing. I, I think this was the, the moment for me when it was like Olivia finally realizes that it's not withdrawal. So yeah. it had to be a shift in where she was coming from. Baby, please. Okay, let's not lose our heads, okay? This is getting a good way to start. You know, I think the whole idea of the movie is crafted in a way where the, the audience is a is a big part of the story. The audience they know a lot of things that the characters don't, and um, and showing that shot of Mia coming in the hallway and they don't know they're completely clueless, and the audience knows. It always makes for a great in, you know, interaction I between the audience. I love this. How you wanted me to do this because that was all you. That was in the script, right? That, that's something we came up in there. It was a little bit in the Just script, how crazy but it yeah. Was, yeah. And this is the most shocking part of the movie when I watch it, that she actually shoots. Pulls the trigger. Yeah. Those she noises looks of the cracking. I look like a scary bug. <laughs> yeah, because that, that's another thing. with the On the sound design, I asked them to come up with that signature sound for the deadites, to have that little thing that always, you're always going to hear every time you see them. And um, it's, it's there. It's like kind of buggy. Remember it's like you a little had, bug uh, trap in a, in a jar. You had everything happen, actually happen to us for this so that we could actually react yeah. to it. Yeah, the wind out. Yeah. Put the fucking gun down. That's all we boom, blast. And this. there was a huge wind tunnel. Everything this just goes. This scream too is so impressive. That's awesome. You can hear in the air the omen from the original film. You can hear Cheryl going like, "You will die, one by one. We will take you." You are all going to die tonight. Such a scary, you know, <laughs> prediction. The God, quick! I love this moment like a. The you smoke were, is someone uh, smoking a cigarette. Yes. Land yeah. in front of me. <laughs> the eyes turning. This was the hardest thing ever. <laughs> but pretty amazing that we did it. Yep. That actually so came out of my mouth. We did that probably four times, I think. And we had to clean um, Jessica up between every single one. Oh That's right. So many things happened. And you were so, Jane was so upset. You were so sweet. You I thought, thought that you were really you. like <laughs> drowning me or something. This is my audition scene. Yes, yeah, true. <laughs> this yeah. part of the scene was so hard to write because it was so difficult for, for us to think how it would be to be there. I mean, how would you react? If someone vomited all over your face. Yeah. That happens to you. Like, it was crazy. Is it? That's great. Yeah, I, love, I love you, Jessica. There, you're like <laughs> completely covering vomit, trying to give sense to the whole thing. <laughs> still trying so to be logical crazy. through it all. This is, but this is when it's really Evil Dead is coming into the story, right? It's when the real, a real drama, you know, bump into an Evil Dead movie, it suddenly everything starts getting so insane. I love the idea too that Mia has become a beast and she's that strong that she can. And that she's so disgusting that she's hurting herself by throwing yeah. herself against. Get it. This is why I think the audience loves Eric so much because he's saying exactly what everybody thinks in the audience, right? Like, this is not a shot. It's not going to do shit. Oh, here we go. Uh, and here's this the beginning, the beginning of the end. This for was me. so cool because the mirror really broke. I don't know how yeah. you guys did that. Well, I'm this so is sorry actually... about that. I always, I think, uh, 
It was I scary. Felt bad for you. I mean, I was always worried because we did a couple of times, and then a third time, I think a piece of glass jumped in your eye or something. On it your got close. And this will actually close. I mean, this, it was so cool to now, watch. Now this it. was a timing thing though too, because the mirror had to like go away from me, and then as it went away from me, I had to actually do that face. Yeah. And then go back to being. Whoa. Yeah. Me. And that yeah. physical yeah. scare yeah. is so good. Were you jumping back like that? No, the fear is amazing. I love. Oh, and I love when you fear. walk out here and you get stopped. By the yeah, force. that was. And I realized you had a harness on. I yeah. had a harness oh, on. Wow. Yeah, that so that, that was a timing thing as well. That was a hard thing to figure out. Got to That's stop. the scare that I love the most. Yeah. I think in this movie is that one right there. Yeah. I love harness. That. that works perfect. Yeah. And then, oh, it's so scary! I didn't actually have to do this. This was my stunt double. So yeah. I'm going to give big props to her <laughs> for going through this. The peeing, the peeing herself, her pants. Yeah. <laughs> What was it? I love this. Just a bottle of water or something? Uh, the, wa uh, the, the drooling is just so disgusting. <laughs> oh, yeah. She took her vitamins. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she was dehydrated. Mm, so good. Ew, I love it because from now on, the stories uh, you know, start to be in real time almost. There's almost no yeah. time, you know, time jumps in the whole story from now on. It's almost real time the whole, the whole time until the end. This is really a great way, and for me at least, it was a lot of fun playing with the the genre of cliches, right? Like you want this to be as long as possible. You be this, you want this to be the Eric's longest the walk in his life. Out. Yeah, because when you do, and it's kind of silly, you go like, "Why would it take oh, yeah. so long?" But when you're in the theater, people are, are like okay? so scared, just waiting for him to get there. Oh, this is so the, nasty. The noise, this noise too. is so disgusting. We did this so many times. Mm -hmm. This for days. And how fast and hard your arms moving. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Jessica got the the worst part here. <laughs> she got the tougher job, toughest job in this. Yeah, those your days thighs just, were always stuck to me. That's right. It's just <laughs> days of being covered in blood and sticky and uncomfortable. And this was supposed to end a lot quicker. Yeah. And then we did the reshoots too. Yeah, it's true. I mean, the scene was written; it was shorter on the pages. That's a this is, this is a good example of what it means to have Sam Raimi behind the movie. I mean, he knows the horror audience like nobody. So after he watched the first cut of the scene while we were still shooting the movie, he he really encouraged us to yucky, keep yucky, going. Yucky, 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 yucky. I love this. This shot took a while to get to. We did this many oh. times. It's the scariest thing in the movie. I love movie the question. Me. Why did you do that? <laughs> the light. We argue so much. And the piece and of that, face. Just so you guys know, um, Lou actually did that yeah. fall. Oh, yeah. yeah. I was so yeah. worried about you. I did it again. every time. You hit your back on that? He jumped back and back. He once, you know, he, he did it like shot, a ton of times. Had a stunt guy do it, but every time I did it. <gasps> oh yeah. The surprise that you think she's in the shower and suddenly he's in top of it. And look, she's and the way you look almost scared yourself is really great. That was Alfeda. You wanted me to look like I wasn't in control, but I wanted to be. Yeah, like she's hate. There's a part of Olivia that's still there and hating what she's doing, and she's so scared of what she's doing. Oh. Ouch. This used to be the end of the scene, and Sam Raimi asked us to keep going. He said, like, this has to keep going. This That's has to right. keep going. That's right. This is the coolest effect because shot. this wasn't CGI, yeah. and I don't understand it. This is Lou yeah. being a magician. Me with, yeah, being a magician. Yeah, of course. That was so <laughs> tricky, but <laughs> he did so a great cool. job. He just, he, all, all he's doing is just sliding his fingers over, over the real thing, but the thing is stick to his eyes, so he just put pressure at the end and put it out. So, so, so. This was all reshoot. Yeah. 
remember there, there was a shot. <laughs> the that, guy is just flicking. He's yeah. flicking blood at me every time I hit the. <laughs> so cool. <laughs> that scream is so good. Tried to kill me. The scream at the end. Oh, so everyone actually kills each other. Mia never kills anybody in this movie. Yeah, that's the whole beauty of the story, I guess. Like, Mia, in a way, she's the only innocent person. Like, she's a victim all the way. She oh. doesn't really kill anybody. Duct tape fixes everything. Ouch. So that's a contact with the blood oh. around it? That's, that's my, a chest piece, it's my right? Fake yeah. chest, my fake buff chest. <laughs> <laughs> Yell did a great. I mean, I, I was really so impressed with that. the great job you did acting scare and despair. <laughs> like on this moment, it's so hard they're going to to really, you know, get that on the, on camera, right? The real fear. There was a pump going in uh, going in my chest, and it would actually pump out that blood. And whenever yeah. I looked down at it, it really felt like it was actually there. That was the best part of doing it practically. I think in the, during for the story, I think it really helps this scene to show that in this movie when you get hurt you really have to take care of the wounds we're really setting up the rules for the story like yeah. it's a very small wound but he will die from it if they don't take How care of it David is such a bad boyfriend telling his girlfriend <laughs> <laughs> to go the house yeah. there was yeah. more backstory because the truth is that they're not really they've been together for very you know probably two three months you know like it's not it's not a you know long relationship and that tells you a lot about David like he's going to a detox of her, her sister of his sister taking his new date, like he—that—that's how serious he takes the detox. He doesn't really care, and that, that's why the character is going to change so much. But um, so Natalie, she's the she's the innocent that must be, you know, that must suffer. This is part of um, there's three rules that Sam Raimi always talk about about horror, and he's one of the rules is that the the innocent must be punished, and uh, that's the that's why Natalie's in the movie. I think. These colors are so beautiful. Mm. I remember when we were shooting it, I kept taking pictures because it looks like a painting. All these like yeah. soft pastel and yeah. yeah, she really blends with the background. <laughs> it's amazing. She did an amazing job here, Elizabeth. Yeah, because she's—I'm not doing. You know, she's reacting to nothing. No. Yeah, this is no, a, all a one, there. a one or just one shot. She's doing a great job, really reacting to every detail. She's the most underrated one in this movie because. She had the most. She had so much blood on her with the nail gun stuff. She's, she's, she's in, like in some of the days. best scenes. I think it's it's just a shame that her character and that because when we cut the movie, we end up you know get rid of a couple of scenes just for the sake of story and make a sharp tell a sharper story, and we end up losing a lot of Natalie's background. But it was really a beautiful character. She was uh, somebody really good at heart that was trying to help David through the whole thing. But um, and all she wanted was him to commit a little bit more with her, right? Uh, mm. So she's kind of a sacrificial lamb on David's story it's when she died I think David started changing right I'm gonna come down there, okay? I love how we fore foreshadow the that step you know the break the, the breakaway I was crying blood in in this scene yeah, I don't know you can see I can't the tears. really tell but that you was did, in the script yeah I love that you can see the bloody tears there on your it's again one of those decisions that the audience always in the theater goes crazy about it. Why Natalie goes down there? But again, I mean, she's she's good at heart. She doesn't believe in there's nothing supernatural going on. She just thinks that something happened to me and now she's okay. So I think everybody will fall for it. Well, and it, and Mia's in there a little bit right now. I think yeah. the real Mia. I love this movie. I did a version where I was spitting lots of blood. Do you remember? Yeah. It's another 
way to show what we want to do with this movie. Like most movies, you know, this scene will end there when the person gets dragged into the cellar and then somebody else will find the body and you never know what's going to ha- what happened down there. So when we were writing the, the script with Rhoda, we, 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 we took a conscious decision of, of showing these moments and never hiding. Like, yeah, let's do the drag to the cellar, but then let's show what happened down there. You're so scary here, Jay. It's my first sex scene. <laughs> Licking her leg. Yeah, that was all you, and it was her real leg. Oh, I was I was licking this one was her stunt double's leg. When was, I was it? Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, delicious. Ooh. Like a, I mean, the whole idea, of course, is that she's about to give her oral sex, right? Um, yeah, I can Natalie. smell your filthy soul. Yeah, I mean, that, that was the intention. She's, she's going for it, but Natalie stopped her just in time. <laughs> we really did these scenes on the steps, too, which were, you know, she's in, like, a terrible position. Okay, here we go. This is one of the most iconic moments of the film. So that's, at one point it was really my tongue, and then it was a prosthetic tongue of my tongue and someone's puppeteering it. It looks so real. My favorite thing I've ever said. This kiss was, I I was really suffocating her, and she had to pinch me when she was suffocating, came out of her nose, and she was choking, yeah. There was so much blood being pumped into the mouth. Tube from my mouth, and then I would just spit it into hers. This is another one of my favorite things I've said. I think Shiloh was so scared. Yeah, he didn't know. I mean, he, that was another thing. I tried, particularly for David, uh, for David's character, I tried to keep him in the dark and a lot of, uh, you know, about a lot of moments in the film and uh, so he could act even more surprised, right? These Sam Raimi type shots yeah. are so good. They're so good. <laughs> it's again part of the, the backstory of Natalie. Like, um, David promised her that he was going to take her home, so now she's like begging him to take her back home. The truth is they they cannot even if you want it. How do, I love this. Who and was it your idea to have the eye closed like that? Yeah, it's just Yeah, he you, mm. you really took care of that because he got stabbed in there on that eye and so on that eye so on the side, but so he, Is that just you? There's no prosthetic covering your eye or anything? No, there's still there is a prosthetic is, on there. In the eye? Yeah, it, I mean not on the eye, on the but eye, on the yeah. cheek. Mm. Of course, this is a way to, you know, for the Evil Dead fans of the original family, you know, trying to get rid of the idea that the original, they yeah. just waiting for, you know, I didn't want the audience to be waiting for him to burn the book and, and, and finish with it. So it was good to try to do that early on. These oh, shots wow. of me in the cellar were, we did this for, I don't know, 15 minutes straight. And I <laughs> yeah. just sat down there and seizured. And we set up a couple different angles and it was like way later in the shoot. And then we put, put them in here That's and awesome. there. Some translations, but just notes there's so many things in that book so many notes and things that even you know things that refer to to, to the original film uh, so many so many uh, you know small stories and subplots things written on the book wardrobe did such a good job there mm-hmm. it was so hard for them to keep the blood levels yeah. at the right spot was there was like so many they had so many different copies of all of our costumes i think that's, of course, I acknowledge the poster of the original film, right? The girl with the... I wonder if that was your hand just there. Yeah, every... Yeah. That was good <laughs> hand acting, right? That. that was oh, good hand acting. Oh, this is the most acting. disgusting thing to me. 
Oh, How did you is. get that stuff to p- come what out a of good it? Shot. That was great makeup. You know, Jane O'Kane, she did the, the, all, all the makeup effects Jane. and the prosthetics. She did an amazing awesome. job. Ugh. Yeah, this is like a bladder, like um, uh, under the hand. And she would press in the bladder and the blood came, that black pus. Oof. I remember Rhoda, there used to be something happening here that we never shot. There. Uh, she was oh, actually going to take a worm out of her hand. That's what it looks like. Mm-hmm. The idea was that she was going to see a little head coming out and she, would, she was going to take that Ooh. and it, it, she was going to pull a black worm out of her hand. But then again, we didn't want to be too supernatural, too obvious. Becoming her. If we want to stop this, if we want... And of course, for, for David's story, I love this moment. This is when he is... He's not ready to to believe in the supernatural, right? I think after what's going to happen now, he's going to he's going to believe, but he's not going to be ready to to act, to walk the path, right? We're not going to fucking kill anybody! Oh, yeah, he didn't have a voice that day. Because we were screaming so much. Yeah. What about those dead cats down in the basement? I mean, maybe they had some disease... This is a cool moment. I mean, people... I don't know how the audience reacted to this moment, but there's really like, because in a way we're saying that maybe David's theory is right because mm-hmm. he's saying, well, maybe there's a virus and because Eric makes all the sense by saying that, but right now we're going to show that there's actually something spreading from the bite. Mm-hmm. So that, that's something I love, that what the story does. It really confused people. So and how makes did you, you feel that one way it changed all the time. How did you do this? It was a real makeup. Growing. We did a lot of, uh, you know, different makeup stages and we will reveal it as a visual effect we just reveal real makeup we didn't want to do this any cgi so we did real makeup and we reveal it with a simple you know visual effect that was liz doing some cool hand acting too mm-hmm. honestly yeah. like that was scary like no, she did a great job with the crazy hand acting if we don't do something right now here i remember that i wanted you to say like we're all going to be dead by dawn dead by dawn <laughs> Just like you were led too, but everybody told me that nobody says that by dawn anymore. <laughs> that it, it was a weird way to talk, and you know, I wouldn't put it anyways. But then it would have felt it, it would have sounded like such an homage. That's yeah, all. Okay. I love this. I'm such a perv. <laughs> <laughs> I think it, for me, it was just was the scariest movie to shoot, the, the, the scariest scene to shoot. As a director, right? I, I felt like, oh my god, I'm gonna, you know, we're gonna remake. The girl in the cellar moment—it's such an iconic moment from the original film for me. And but uh, I think it went up doing a great job because you really deliver. So good. So good. This is again—I love this one because it's not her arm. No, everything you see is real. That's what I love about this. There's no even visual effects on this shot, no whatsoever. Everything you see is so good to hear her say that. But that's the other girl's arm, right? Yes. Oh, this blood shot up from below. Oh, oh, where she looks like she's gonna throw up. The the explosion, I love it. This one here, it's coming. It's gonna be an explosion up there. Oh God. That one. The bone breaking. (laughs) The blood shorts out the house. Something I love about the nature of the story. How it keeps no. going. I, I was supposed this. to come I in love and this moment. puke. Poor Liz. She was, I mean, that shot of the arm was just one day of shooting. Just one shot. Liz was so destroyed. Like, this is not Liz acting. This is Liz <laughs> trying to survive the, the moment. She's so good at it. Oh, the arm falling. I wish we finished that day and we I went to to the kitchen when everybody everybody had left. And Liz was still there against the, the fridge. She was so out of it. Duct tape. Duct tape. Mm, more duct tape. 
What well, happened to all of Olivia's medical supplies? <laughs> Just they ran tape. out of it. Like, they ran out of all the bandage in there. We only had like two times to do this. Yeah. It was the best line in the movie, which actually, of course, is a, is a quote from, the, from Evil Dead 2, right? When, oh, yeah. Yeah, Bruce uh, Ash is like looking at Ash in the, in the mirror and suddenly he comes out of the mirror and says like, we just, you know, cut our girlfriend in half. Does that sound fine? In order to stop this, the possessed. The rules, the new rules. This is again a, a, another example of how we tried to keep the mythology of the original film alive by incorporating new ideas, right? So we now we know that we oh, still sorry. cutting them into pieces, you know, but dismemberment is still a choice to save the deadites, uh, you know, to Bottom save their souls. But uh, we had two more, right? The, the life burial and the purification by fire. You can hear in the audio two voices from the original film. I love that. I never realized that. Why did you um, cut out him going back to burn Olivia? I think it was just a, you know trying to tell a sharper story again. Um, it just felt that you know, the whole journey of David is he has to decide, he has to man up and do what he had to do. The whole theme of the movie is like is that is sometimes there's things that you cannot you just cannot avoid and you have to do. You know, the whole theme for us. I love that line. Mm-hmm. It was all about, you know, sometimes the only way to, out of a problem is through it. So these guys, they're trying to avoid it, and David is trying to avoid the inevitable, and then, you know, he has to realize that he has to do what he has to do. But the most dramatic idea behind it was the idea that he's going to have to kill his sister. But uh, Olivia's already dead, and, and, and even by that point, Natalie's already dead too, so it wasn't so dramatic to see them to see him just burning and, and cutting half a dead body. Right. Again, here is a... Every time you laugh, it's so satisfying for the audience. Yeah. They just need that, like, one second. Yeah. <laughs> there's a smile. Yeah. And they can relax, and then uh, it's back to being really scary. You know exactly what we I love I love the chemistry between the, these two guys. Because in a way, I think the two characters are so different, but also the actors are so different, and, and the way they're approaching the characters. So that, that always... I love the balance between, you know, Eric's character and, and how outrageous he is and how out of control and how David is oh, always shit. more grounded. Sorry. <laughs> Here we come. <laughs> that was, again, like five days of shooting for this scene, I guess. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, the nails in the face. Oh, 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 oh. Again, everything is practical here, so we probably the, the nails are real or like it was a makeup thing on your hand, right, Lou? Yeah, those were real. It was magnets on both sides, yeah. hooking those things on. So we will reveal them. This is practical too. Then we had a whole system good. there, like coming out. They almost caught you, actually. Yeah. Just, and then I remember we came up with the hand right there. We yeah. just thought of it. Like, can you just put yeah, your hand like, on it? Like that, that just happened. She will nail his hand to the chest. So and it's just another like magic shot where we just did it ourselves, taking the nail out and making it look nasty. I love this because everybody reacts so like strongly to the shot, and this is you just it holding, was just, easy. just holding yeah. the nail between your two fingers, mm-hmm. <laughs> just pulling it out. The best pain moments are the most simplest effects. This is trickier. There's a prosthetic leg in front of him, and he's putting the nail out. I love, I love this moment, like. He, he used to love her, and now he's like, where the fuck did she go? <laughs> Take it before she does. I love this moment. 
the, the, the reflection on TV there. My, my aunt, she used to have that same TV. That's why it's in the movie. A classic oh, cool. Philips from the 80s. There you go. This is a big ouch moment for the Oh, honest. God. This is my, one of my favorite shots in the movie. This one here, like camera reacting to every blow. Ouch. <laughs> and again, that, that was a... That was a great idea from uh, Brian Shaw, the editor of the film. Oh. He came up with the idea of uh, trying to keep Mia alive during the whole scene. So we'll cut to Mia all the time during the scene, and she's reacting to the things that are happening upstairs. You know, that's something I love. The sound is awesome here, too. You can hear the nails, like, you know, bouncing all around the room. Oh, no, the finger. Oh, oh no. The oh, the finger. Oh, God. <laughs> I don't know how you did that. Mm -mm. It's a, it's an on camera on camera effect too. Like we did a just a cut and we had a, a fake hand and a real one and we just cut with the with the shake of the of the camera. Very seventies too. The blow the zoom out. Yeah. Oh. That was just me throwing the fake hand against the wall <laughs> over and over and over. Ah, <laughs> oh, this is my favorite. Ugh. Like with the, oh, it's God, a, with the my blood favorite vi visual around. effect is just so well done. Something that I feel like I've never seen this before. Like <laughs> somebody with no arms, like yeah. looking at you, talking and bleeding in front of you. I remember it was so funny that I started laughing at the end, and you're like, "Keep do that, do yeah, that, that's, do the laugh." Because we changed her line. Uh, this is a line that used, <laughs> wasn't in the script. Like uh, Natalie used to say, "Just like why are you hurting me?" And and then I went <laughs> to Natalie hurts. and I whisper. I went to Liz and I whisper on her. You're like, "Can you change that line and say?" Why does my face hurt? <laughs> and uh, she changed it on the go. And and I think when we cut you, Lou, you start laughing out she of your mind. Up. <laughs> and we kept that my on the scene. Face hurts. <laughs> That's again a great example how both of the characters are so different. Like Eric is so out of his mind, and and David he's so grounded to what's going on. And I think that makes for a great balance of horror and and, and craziness. So outrageous, yeah. It's good because people are so scared when Natalie's dragging herself towards David. People are yeah, they think she's gonna scared. wake yeah, up. Yeah, of course, they think like she's gonna come back. But something that we knew when we were writing the film, we didn't want to do anything too supernatural. So we figured, well, if they, you know, if they bleed to death, they this will die. This is the last scene I shot. This yeah, is my true. last day. Yeah, hmm. you came back for this, right? I think so. No, 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 no. no, 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 no. This, this was the last day. Yeah, it's true. There was another version of this line which I love was I don't want to be fucking the ass by the devil. This is when David makes the decision. This is the all is lost moment. He lost everything. Now he has to do what he has to do. Yeah, because the, his whole journey is like first he has to know the path, right? That's when he. After Natalie cut her arm off, he understands that this is real and has, there's something he's going to have to do about it. So, but like, you know, in every good story, like knowing the path, the path doesn't mean, you know, that you're ready to walk the path. And, and, and now he's ready to walk the path and he's ready to do it. And it's, of course, I love how the lullaby comes back. And, and he, under, I mean, because. For us in the story, like David is about to do something he already did in the past, which is forsaken Mia completely. It's like leaving her behind in order to save save himself. That's David's journey. Like he did that in the past when he decided to run away from home and just leave Mia with 
their crazy mother and um, just to save himself he sacrificed me in the past and now he's about to do the same thing again and uh, that's why he ended up not doing it I guess because when when she starts singing and he has a moment of clarity here although the audience are just waiting for him to burn the hell out of Mia and I think it's a good thing because at the end we show the audience that there was another way but um, I love this moment here when he realized that he's about to do the same thing again the same mistake he did and he, he you know he walks out of it Yeah, and the, act three sort of twist yeah. in this movie is so good. <laughs> and the burning bush becomes the, the biblical reference, you know, of Moises. We really the, had a burning bush, too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we did it. We, we burned it for real. Chainsaw Teason. This is again of homage of Evil Dead 2, particularly when uh, Ash is putting together the chainsaw in the hand. There's a crazy montage just like this one with all the, you know, kind of mm -hmm. crazy MacGyver action. I love this setup, the burning tree, the house. This was a very scary day for, for Shiloh. It was just Shiloh in the woods. And uh, and uh, I remember that I put Shiloh out of the set and I, 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 I sent him to the, to the woods by himself. And I asked him to stay there for 15 minutes alone in the woods in the middle of nowhere and then come back and shoot the scene. So he was there, we were, everybody was waiting just for him to come back. And he came back out of the woods, scared to death, just because he was alone for a long time. It was a very creepy woods, and he shot that scene. Those woods were really, really creepy. And we were on an ancient burial ground, weren't we? Yeah, we were yeah. burial ground. This is one of those scenes also where Shiloh didn't really know what was going to happen. We just prepare all these jumps in the in the in the cellar, and he oh, was yeah. going down there. But that shot where the where the the thing disappears, you know, oh, yeah. like you show it and then it's gone. It's so sick. This is him. He knows something's gonna happen. He doesn't know where, what. So like the things jump. So this is Shiloh being scared for real, like jumping around, like <laughs> he doesn't know what's going on. But the voices, actually, remember that you can hear. All of your voices there. It starts with uh, Olivia, with Jessica, you're saying like murderer, I think. And, and then That's right, in ADR, you had us say a yeah. bunch of random things. And we, we hear them there during that scene. <laughs> the water. That dirty, dirty water. <laughs> the audience hates when they see the, the, the flooded cellar. Yeah. They go like, oh no, the water. This is one of my favorite parts of the movie. This homage to Bruce Campbell being beaten the crap out of yeah. it's so good. Originally, this scene used to be crazier. It was all the all the cellar was flooded to the neck. That was the way it was written. Oh, really? Mm. I don't yeah. remember that. That's scary. There was so much water down there, but then it was just tricky to tell the story. So this I'm on, like, a track. Yeah. Whoa. And I fell one time. Yeah. <laughs> Some of these, if you, st like, pause this, I look so... Terrifying. Oh no, my God! Yeah. <laughs> Tell me about. At it. this point, that was the only moment I think when I got scared of you during the editing. I was cutting <laughs> was this with the editor. The editor went home and just stayed for a little, <laughs> little extra time, watching your footage. It was it was just. So this was me drowning the camera. They were under the water. Just with the way the, the water plays with you know deforms your face because I decided to have some a little water on the lens so it will deform your face. You know, with, uh, it's just like so creepy. And the, it was Gareth being, uh, Shiloh Stuntable being yeah. thrown against the walls. 
and here he comes. Can I get stabbed one last time? You always get a cheer out of it. Is a cheer or a laugh? A cheer when Eric shows up and a laugh when Aww. he removes the box cutter. <laughs> Look at you. You have been through hell. That's crazy. <laughs> and the thing, just the razor just stays yeah, in. Yeah, the blade is still in. Oh, that's <laughs> disgusting. That was not me. That was um, I love this. Crystal, my son double. I have a very, a lot of fond memories of this part of the shooting because when we got to the stage is when all of you guys were on the kind of a what, whatever <laughs> stage. Like I would tell you something and we'll go like, yeah, let's do it. Please, just let's do it. Oh, oh that's so sweet. But it's, it shows you, it's a, it's a tricky scene. It shows how Eric is showing so much love, but David is like, he checked out. He's yeah, gone. and he just like, puts him in, the, put him in the, the water. I think it's just, it was a good thing that Shiloh bring. He, he thought like, I cannot cry or just like things are happening and I, I'm about to kill my sister, right? He's about to bury his sister alive. And it's just like another thing that's going on. And I think he's probably going to regret that in the future. And that's why I think they have that last moment later with Eric. <laughs> this water was, was so disgusting. Was the just by chance? I can't believe you actually did that. That he's was you. So he stood in the water. water. I think he stayed right. in the water for a minute and a half. After we stepped in that water for yeah, three minutes. Yeah, it's a Jesus. long... Sh you, you kept your breath for a long time. I didn't want to do it again. No, There's I know. There's no way. One, one take. Well, huh? I got some kind we of work in that right water after. all day. That was everybody stepping in that water, going to the bathroom, and going back to that water. So imagine that. <laughs> the red dress. Such an yeah, important part like of the story. Juice. Oh, it does have mm -hmm. something. You can see the dress a lot. A lot of people said, like, where did the dress came from? But you can actually see the dress on the. When she walks into the room for the first time, uh, when they, just, they, open, they enter the house, you can see the dress there. And you can see, really actually see a, a picture of the mother with the dress. That's really, you. Really getting buried alive with a plastic bag yeah. around my face. I love this one here. Yeah. Oh, this is, oh yeah. So, this is you shoveling though, Fede, I think. Oh no, not yet. No, not yet. This was my audition scene. Imagine auditioning yeah. wow. this scene. Yeah, that's crazy. Wow. I had this an oxygen all, tube behind yeah. my ear. And it's real. I mean, we, we kept most of all the production audio. You know, you did some ADR, but I really wanted to keep all the, the production audio. And this is one of those. I look so deformed somehow. Like, people yeah. wonder if that's really me, but it's just me with my demon makeup. And It was a great way to... The bag, I think, really awesome. helped to... You can't... It doesn't... You don't... Uh, the makeup is there. I mean, your face is still deformed, but because of the plastic bag, you cannot really tell. So you don't know if she's her or not. This my scare. This is the scariest scene in the, in the movie for me. The cool thing about this is that finally Mia is telling David what she feels. She has to. She had to get possessed in a way to be honest with his brother. Yeah, this is something she should have. She should have said. Well, of course she couldn't, but she should have said this in the beginning of the movie. I think Charlotte did a great job here. Like you can really feel for him. That's one of my favorite shots. And she waits for you in hell. You can hear the voice of the, de looks of like the devil. Looks like a skull. Yeah, looks like a real like a skull. It looks like you're bald. Ugh, that laugh. That laugh is disgusting. Mm. And it was so, I was supposed to do, redo it in ADR and I couldn't. I, like, I couldn't <laughs> figure out where it came from on the day. <laughs> and this was Fede covering me and I'm really inhaling that plastic. <laughs> yeah. And once I was covered completely, I had to push myself out. My whole body was covered at that point. <laughs> This is again one that I wish I, I wish it would be longer. I think if there's an extended version, 
you will hear more of David apology. It was very important that David apologize. And so for some of these shots, I was actually under the ground in a box. Yeah, David had someone actually, to talk yeah, to. Oh, right there. I mean, you're when David is talking to the ground. I didn't want Shiloh to talk just with the you know to the ground. So I thought it was great to have you down there, and and he was nervous about it too. Shiloh, the actor, he was nervous about you being down there, so it would help to his anxiety and and, and his nervousness as he's you know, apologizing. Love how the audience hates this. They're yeah. like, why is he digging her up? Yeah. I think that's a dummy. <laughs> no, no, it's a person. Oh, really? No, actually that crystal. has to be a dummy. Yeah, that was crystal. Oh. Uh, it's crystal. Like she was really also under the earth, and we had to, you know, she had to keep her breath, and they took her out. Such a silly idea. The, the music here is amazing. It's amazing. It's so beautiful. Ouch. Oh God. It's a Pulp Fiction meets My Guyver. It's really, yeah, yeah it's, it's such an idea that was insane, but it, actually we did a lot of research on that. We didn't want to just, you know, come up with a crazy idea for a defibrillator, def, I to pronounce that word, defibrillator. Yeah. And um, so we did research and we and we find out uh, some site online that would talk about it. And you can actually put it together with a battery, car, a car battery, battery and a, a capacitor and a lot of things that you put it together. You can charge the thing with the battery and you you get a nasty discharge. So this is where... He's a mechanic, so he knows about that thing, right? David mm -hmm. was a mechanic. Since he apologizes, he gets a gift from the supernatural. Yeah, of course. Like, well, not only that. I mean, he he fulfills his journey by apologizing to his sister, saying what he should have said at the beginning. But also, he's you know he's walking the walk. He, he's really going through the whole journey. I mean, he really did what he had to do. He risked the life of his of his sister. He put her underground. He took the punishment. And that's why I'm free of my burns. Yeah, I mean, he he gets her back as a gift. I think it's like a, he he gets a reward out of it. I think in every supernatural story, there's always a, a bad side and the evil side. But if they're supernatural, it must be a good side too. So I think um, whoever you know, whoever is the the good fairy, you know, the good fairy of David and on the whole moment will give her back. And I mean, the book says very clearly that if you bless them through any of those three ways, you you will save them, right? Mm -hmm. I don't know if it was too clear. It was mostly confusing. <laughs> Sometimes contradictory. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't want to give an answer. I think you can think that she came back because of the defibrillator worked, or you can think that just because he fulfilled his destiny, right? He David did everything he had to do. I like these lines here because it shows again that like Mia actually was aware of everything yeah. that happened. She yeah, had to she watch was. it all. So in a way she was I mean she was being tortured the whole time because she was in there somewhere. It's a whole it's their story going full full circle, right? Like uh, she asked him in the beginning, please not to leave her and he fulfilled that promise. But David still has one more step to to go. Yeah, because yeah, he's beyond redemption, I think, after all he did. And when we find out about his past and everything he did and how he really forsaked Mia and he escaped, you know, from the reality of his family, like I think at the end, it didn't matter how much he will apologize, he will have to pay the ultimate price. Right? If he would have left that picture, he'd have been fine. Who knows? And there you go. What's, what I love about your deadite, Lou, is that you're so still. I mean, there's a couple twitching, but there's a point where you're just standing there, and it's so scary. Yeah. Ouch. 
That was an original kill. Right here. That's so terrifying to me. <laughs> the music here is doing an amazing job. Like the the, the anvil. The anvil hits. And originally it was from. a heart stab or it was? we made it a neck the last minute. Wasn't it a different kind of stab? It used to be it, it was going to be Olivia's uh, piece of glass, the, sh the There's shard. That siren. Yeah, but we thought each one of them should have their own weapon. And, and uh, that's the thing Eric was using to cut the book open. Yeah, Mia's reaction is great because it's actually the first time she sees a deadite. Yeah, I love, yeah, you're doing a great job here. Like when she's. It's very scary. For the first time she's seen a deadite. Yeah. Take the keys. Look at me. Let's go. Come on. Come on. Let's go. Yeah, in a way she's like hypnotized because she's been stuck up in, as a demon yeah. for so long. And when she sees it, it's like makes her freeze. This is another place where I bruised my arms. Yeah. I went crazy. Yeah. This used to be a longer scene too, this little moment here. Yeah, there's a lot to this. Yeah, we're, we're going to give more closure to Eric and David's story. That's probably going to be in some extended version in the future. You Good. look so scary. Mm -hmm. I mean, here it comes, you know, like he... He's coming. The abomination is that your is voice? <laughs> yeah, it is. It is, a, it is Lou's voice altered, probably. That's a, that was a real fire you know, explosion. On set. I love how the whole story is upside down now. Like suddenly Mia, the scary girl, she's the the victim of the whole thing again. Yeah, it really switches. The hero switches so many times in this thing. But it's a good it's a good thing. I think it was the nature of the story that after everybody died and everybody paid for their scenes, I think Mia, she's the only innocent one at the end. And, uh, so she had to stay alive, I think, at least for this moment. So Leo's skull there with the cords of, have you spot this skull? There's a skull that is inspired by the original film where Shia um sorry, Ash, goes for the necklace and uh, and there's a skull created by the, the chain of the necklace. That's a great shot. It took a long time. It was an, it was amazing. It had to be like by chance because they were yeah, spinning it. Yeah, it was so tricky. <laughs> that was a great job. Of the, the you know the grip department, they came up with this uh, wheel that would fall from the sky and go to here. This was so beautiful. This whole ending is so. So Randall, the actor who's playing the abomination with my face on his face, yeah. was actually under the ground, and there was like this like yeah. soft floor yeah. that he is birthed from. Yeah. <laughs> and so when I watched practical. it happen for the first time, I felt like that. <laughs> actually, yeah. it was so creepy. So that's like a. a, a 60-something-year-old man with my yeah. face on him, <laughs> just so everyone knows. I love it. Random. Wasn't he wearing, like, a thong, too? Yeah. yeah. Just a thong? And this was all-night <laughs> shoots. Scary. I remember hearing about that. <laughs> and this this rain is tempera paint and water, and there was all these rigs on the trees, and that glass actually broke. All this happened. Yeah. I really fell out of the car. What's this thing? Oh, the burning hand. I think when they touch each other, like... Uh, it burns. I mean, she she came out of from hell, right? Oh, and this foxhole was a real foxhole that was, you know, really tiny that I had to crawl all the way into. And Luke, yeah. our AD, had to pull me out by my feet. <laughs> <laughs> and then there was another one in the stage. It was so demanding for everybody, the, the whole scene. Because it was raining blood for real. I mean, we were really, there was a sprinklers everywhere. Like, Everyone's clothes Throwing blood on everybody. So everybody was wrapped in plastic trying to not get stained with blood. But it was just impossible. There was so much blood everywhere. 
they would they had a a watering can of blood before like all the stuff on the stage before like right here they would just pour it straight on my head. Yeah. <laughs> Love this moment. Like such a long, tense moment for the audience. Like you know it's gonna come back. Where the hell is it? Is it coming from outside or from the hole? And I love no. this tease. And then finally the chainsaw. And they, they, this is always a cheer moment from the yeah. audience when they see the chainsaw. This is when Mia starts to become a badass. Yeah. I love it because it's a really slow transformation, but Mia has been through a lot. And that's, I think, for any great story, you need to introduce a character in a certain way at the beginning. And at the end, you need that character has, has to change 100%, right? And she changed so much from who she is in the beginning. So much strong and so for this, I actually did that. Um, and then Randall had to do it, and then they would put my face on his face. It was a very fancy visual effect again, no CGI, it was really a real face put on a real body. There's nothing made on a computer. This was like a tiny, tiny little, yeah, little nook that I had to squeeze myself into. And when I get my my leg stabbed, I they just like found someone else's prosthetic arm on set that I had to take to my leg, and I had to do it because I had to do it in that space. And I went to the prosthetic room and I find that that's Natalie's uh, elbow, actually, (laughs) right there. That thing over there. And when we did it, everyone on set was like, "Yeah." And it's like again another homage to the original films. There's a moment in Evil Dead 2 where Ash starts running around the house and he's running between the walls of the house, which is such a bizarre thing. As well as kind of that same idea, like trapped between the walls of the house. This was the hardest stuff I had to do the whole movie. This was like four o'clock in the morning, and Fede had to be like, "Jane, wake up! We're making a movie." Wake up! <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it really helped to to show exhaustion. Yeah, you, you're so exhausted. Yeah, and we had to. I really, I mean, going oh, under the, the crotch. Car. That was a that was a tricky shot. We, I, I want to have a firing crotch at some point, on on Randall's on the the abomination. Fede kept telling me this was my Bruce Willis moment to pump me up. (laughs) (laughs) I love this moment. Like, instead of being a creature, like a magic creature, he's moving like a drunk wife beater, you know, like he's going to beat up his (laughs) wife and he's, like, coming after her. Through the process, we we went through a lot of different versions of the abomination. Yeah. It's so satisfying to do that. Screams like a this 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 car was on some crazy contraption where it was really tilting this, like that. Yeah. It was so crazy. This is crazy with your I remember yeah. one Arm. version of the abomination was all of us were parts yeah, of Yeah, well, all of you it's mixed oh. together. Oh, this is a great pain shot. I mean, you see the blood. What is it? I love this shot. Here's the siren. Yeah. When you see the, that, ah, oh, the blood <laughs> coming out of the side. That's me pulling from the prosthetic, I think, because we didn't have a lot of shots at it. We knew that we had just one or two shots at the ripping arm thing, so I decided to do it myself I'm and went down there. I'm completely covered in blood. It's you again, your face. I love this moment, too. Like, oh, no. She can't reach it. The abomination. I hear you, pathetic junkie. And here you go. Again, this is me throwing from from the prosthetic to make sure that we get it right. Oh, God. That would be so graphic. Great job from Roger Murray's department, like, creating that thing. And this idea here was that, I mean... Visually astonishing. Yeah, that she's in, like, ultimate shock. (laughs) 
it's so much real things going on there, which is that's why I think it's so powerful. Like you can see the real, you know, the hot breath coming out of you, the real, the the, the fire in the back. It's my favorite moment. Yeah. Just stop <laughs> the chainsaw. Let's so stick much. the nub in. This we did the so shot cool. for maybe a minute straight. There was blood coming from yeah. everywhere, and after we cut, the whole crew cheered. Yeah, mm -hmm. you can awesome. see the blood, you know, dripping down your dress. Like it's so yeah. much blood coming out. And that's me screaming, "Die!" You can't even yeah. really tell. And that was a pig's back that yeah. we saw. Through. Yeah, <laughs> got the hell, the face in two. So epic. So yeah. I actually had to do that too. Yeah, we that's to your face shot. actually. Yeah, like blinking inside. It's a really tricky one also to come up how to do the sinking in the ground. When that happened, this kind of little pool on the on the on the ground uh, filled with you know the blood water, the thing will sink into the blood, going back to hell. Evil me, scum. So that's also a great moment. So again, like we didn't want to burn the house for real, so we had um, all the fire shot against the black screen and composed it into the house. Real fire, not, not CG fire. And finally, conclusion. But I think it's definitely that was something that I, I mean, I'm happy how she changed during the story and whoever you met in the beginning, she's a different person now and, and you can feel she's stronger now, even though she's been through all this thing. She defeat, uh, you know, she defeat, she defeat the, her evil side, right, her bad side. And uh, again, at the, at the end of the day, it was the whole idea with the script that she's trying to lose, you know, to quit drugs, and she finally accomplished it in a way. She had to survive two days, and she did. This is a beautiful shot. And it wasn't the original ending. We have a we have a whole ending that we shot besides this. We did right? Um, oh, the the road, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. It's actually the poster of the film. The one sheet. We had to wait for those. Yeah, those are, those the are reels. The, 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 the god rays are completely real. Again, no yeah. CGI, so we want to wait for the real god rays to come through the forest. And the book's still there. Actually, that's actually a real shot. It was a, we did a the tilt down and everything. Boom. There you go. Evil Dead. That's so sweet. So that's it. Thank yeah, you so much yeah, yeah. for listening. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for watching. Maybe I should comment on this. I yeah, I like the credits a lot. Yeah. This has uh, been done by a friend of mine um, back in Uruguay, actually. He decided oh, really? to put together um, a cool uh, end titles, like an, it's kind of a gore fest. and. Uh, and also conceptually, there's supposed to be all little moments of things that actually happen in the movie, but you miss them, right? So little details, the close-ups of things that happened during the film. But so this um, is all real shots, shot at very high speed? Yeah. Alejandro Damiani, he's the director of this sequence, did a, did a great job. That's a reference to a real film too, the little bulb with blood in it. And the music is just amazing. Another good example of Rocky's amazing soundtrack. He, it's a, he call it a tango from hell. When he brings <laughs> something from South America and, and it's a classic tango rhythm mixed with the whole you know, craziness of, an, of a horror movie soundtrack. You can hear 
you can actually see glimpses of the book and all the weapons from the movie. Some little glimpses of the book and the and the, the abomination and and the drawings of the uh, on the book. That's it. Woohoo! Mm. Yeah. Good work, guys. <laughs> we made that. significant find in the Kandarian ruins, a volume of ancient Sumerian burial practices and funerary incantations. It is entitled Naturan de Manto, roughly translated Book of the Dead. The book is bound in human flesh and inked in human blood. It deals with demons, demon resurrection and those forces which roam the forest and dark bowers of man's domain. The first few pages warn that these enduring creatures may lie dormant but are never truly dead. They may be recalled to active life through the incantations presented in this book. It is through recitation of these passages that the demons are given license to possess the living.
dark shadows moving in the woods, and I have no doubt that whatever I have resurrected through this book is sure to come calling for me.